How's it? It's good. How about you? <laughs> good. Welcome back to another episode of Wicked Mysterious. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm Katie. And this is part two of the Barney and Betty Hill abduction. Yeah. And I for- already forgot what episode number we're on. And I think it was called the Hill Encounter, not yes. the Betty and Barney Hill abduction. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I forgot what episode two. I think it's 16. No, actually, I think it's like. 17? It can't be 17. Should, we should have checked before we started recording, well, we but here have. we are all okay. messed up. Are... It's episode 17. Wow. Mm-hmm. It just keeps getting higher. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop. <laughs> we do have to stop. You can it's cut so it if bad. you want it. No, right. no. It's it's like so much funnier that it's okay. terrible. Yeah. Terrible dad jokes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so quick recap of our last episode. Betty and Barney Hill claimed to have been abducted on their way back home from their honeymoon in rural New Hampshire in 1961. And under hypnosis, Barney and Betty recalled details of their encounter, uh, somewhat traumatizing for both of them. And Betty drew pictures of the beings. And Barney also drew pictures of the beings. Uh, but sh- but Betty, she she was our uh, all-star on the, at the end of the last episode because... I had revealed that she she was shown a map of Zeta Reticuli mm-hmm. and um, while she was aboard the ship and she was able to recall some stars in that star system that we on Earth had not yet discovered for a, a few years. So Did that's we where we talk left about off. why they showed her the map? Yes. Um, no, you mentioned that to me after we re- stopped recording, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, she did ask them. Like, why do you, why do you have me? And like, where are you from? Mm-hmm. And they did respond to her that like they were trying to distinguish the difference between them and, and us and that this is where they were from. And it was actually like a 3D projection. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a paper map. Um, I thought that was kind of an important yeah. little detail. Strange. Yeah. Um, but the fact that she could just recall that and not having any background in astronomy or any passion for it into just, it's just shocking, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we last left off with like the fact that, you know, um, we had like plugged it in and it matched um, really pretty much perfectly with that, with that set of reticuli, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, so do you have any questions about that part? No, I think that was it. Okay. Um, for that part. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk about some really interesting, specific details about this part of the story. So um, Betty's dress with the pink powder on it. You mm-hmm. know, they did have an analysis done. Uh, they Betty had a sample um, analyzed by Matthew Moniz. He's a scientist and analysis director. The dress actually showed a level of degradation that showed high uv exposure and the pink powder was tested by five different laboratories in total and was determined that it was not of organic origin wow interesting um, that makes it's such a like really good little detail yeah 
I also wanted to like touch on the fact that Barney, he, it's clear that Betty was all about this and, you know, Barney was like really messed up and sick and not right. But a little detail I also wanted to add was that when he actually listened to the playback of his recorded sessions, he felt uh, this big part of him so much relief. And it was like something was put all back together for him. His sessions, his hypnosis sessions, um, when they were released, there was a ton of media and books and even movies that created once these stories all came out and mm-hmm. Betty's, obviously Betty's accounts too. And are there recordings available for the hypnosis sessions? Yeah, actually, here's a clip of Barney's hypnosis session. Just a disclaimer, this could be hard for some people to hear. God, I'm scared. It's all right. You can go right on experience it. It will not hurt you now. I got to get my gun. you're interested listeners um, there is a 40 minute clip of that on youtube if you look up um, barney hill hypnosis zero one by ufo history yeah that was just a little clip for you but what'd you think of that um it sounds real he Mm. sounds actually really scared it doesn't it doesn't sound faked at all exactly and then just think about who he was like you know i don't know i just not the type of person to fake it exactly what would he want this negative attention for why would he want to be looked at like he was he was terrified people were going to think he was psychotic and this is one thing aliens and abductions in general that i am not skeptical about yeah i 100 percent believe it mm-hmm. that it happens and yeah. i 100 percent believe this guy so far yeah there was so much emotion in that mm-hmm. yeah. oh my gosh that that whole recording really is is good so definitely should listen to it if you have the time we have another clip we have betty's um again this can be tough for you to hear just a warning skip over it if it's not yeah type of thing 
So then they rolled me over on my back. And the examiner has a long needle in his hand. And I see the needle. And it, it's, it's bigger than any needle I've ever seen. And he, I asked him what he's going to do with it. And he said, just a simple death to hold her face. And I asked him what. And he said he just wants to put it in my table. It's just a simple test. And I don't know. It will hurt. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he said, no, it won't hurt. And he takes a needle into my table. And I'm crying and I tell her it's hurting, it's hurting, it's hurting, it's hurting, it's hurting. over and he puts his hand, runs his hand in front of my eyes and he says, I'll be all right. I won't feel it. Oh. And all the pain goes away. Wow. That Boston accent. Oh, love, love it. it. It sounds like my Grammy. Love it. The wire. <laughs> I love it. My shots. <laughs> yeah, so she was, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a longer version of that available as well. And there's some, there's some like way more emotional. Kind of graphic. Yeah, wicked graphic parts. Um, and again, that's 40 minutes and 35 seconds long, the original <laughs> video um, yeah. by UFO History, Betty Hill Hypnosis 01. Mm -hmm. So I'll take a listen to that. But yeah, I mean, these, regardless of what happened to them, these accounts are very, they come off as real yeah. to me. I mean, I can hear the emotion sincerity in, in them. Yeah. Um, a real Boston accent always means sincerity to me. <laughs> because <laughs> it can't be faked mm -mm. you just can't fake it that's true it's not gonna come out in her hypnosis if it's not real you know <laughs> so. i just mean she comes across as trustworthy to me because mm -hmm. she sounds like my grammy <laughs> oh yeah i love it too um so yeah that's that's their you know just little clips of their um hypnosis sessions and uh, mind you, these people, they waited two years to share details of this stuff. Like mm -hmm. they weren't coming out right off the rip, like telling everybody and calling up reporters and trying to be on, you know, on the, in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. Like eventually a Boston reporter did pick up their story mm -hmm. and it ran for five days actually on the front page of the Boston, wow. of the Boston newspaper. Wow. Yeah. Um, they were on TV, questioned, yeah, interrogated. Yeah, there's tons of videos. Yes, later, but it literally was years later. Right. Um, and radio interviews, and Betty actually passed lie detector tests. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I know we, we've talked about that, you know. Yeah. But um, so sadly, Barney died in, um, in, in, in actually 1969, on February 26th, 1969. Wait, is today February 26th? It is. 
rest in peace, Barney. Yes, Barney. Thank you for your story. Wow, you know? And wow. I was just having like a brain zap going on over here. Maybe R. I was R. feeling him. Yeah. Because he died of a of a cerebral hemorrhage. Wow. And he what, at the young age, he was only forty six. Yeah. What um what year did the incident take place? That offhand? was is on uh, nineteen. Wow. Sorry. Sixty one. Nineteen. I thought you said sixty one. Yeah. So, so he only died eight years later? Mm-hmm. He, wow. he was suffering, like, bad with health. His health took a steady decline. Yeah. Like, it was it was apparent, because he was super healthy otherwise. And there was people, you know, he was in the military, so you know how it is they have to have, you know, physicals and tests, and he was just, like, in tip-top shape mm-hmm. um, prior to that. But You, you said know, he had ulcers and stuff, right? Yeah. Worry. Mm-hmm. Constant worry. Yep. So poor thing, you know, cerebral hemorrhage. Um, and then Betty, Miss Betty, she went on to live to be 84 years old. She passed away in 2004 of, of cancer. Wow. Um, but she was considered a fixture of the UFO circuit. Mm-hmm. And um, she was an originator of the alien abduction, of this alien abduction legend. Um, so she's a huge person to me. In the community. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds amazing. Um, and brave. Yeah. Brave Super. to, like, deal with it yourself and have to internalize that. And then on top of that, face scrutiny and stuff. Mm-hmm. So true. Super brave of her to be, like, I don't know. She just, it seemed like she wanted to get the story out there. And she wanted other people to know that, like, it could happen to you. Yeah. It happened to me. It could happen to you. And that's what happens. Um, Remember I was talking about, I don't know if we ever brought it up again, but after we did the episode on Stephen Kubaki, when I was um, telling you about where he woke up in the field in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, um, he, that area is known for another UFO uh, event Mm. that took place a few years, I think before, it might have been a few years after Kubaki woke up. And it was the same type of thing. I saw it on Unsolved Mysteries, the new one on on, um, Netflix. And I saw it um, maybe a month after we recorded that episode. And I was like, oh, that's weird because it's in the same area. It was Great Barrington. So, and I think that's where his aunt lived or Mm -hmm. something to that effect. Um, It wasn't far. It was just a couple towns over. But the same thing, a giant UFO UFO event event happened, and people did not want to talk about it. And then once one person came forward, then a bunch of people came forward. Mm -hmm. And I did a TikTok video on it. There's actually a sign in Great Barrington Mm -hmm. as like a memorial Mm -hmm. for the event. And it says Mm -hmm. that the state of Massachusetts recognizes this as a true historic event. Event. That's amazing. I have chills. I do too. You know what's so funny though? New Hampshire also has a sign for this being documented as a historical event. Yeah. Um, Super cool, actually. So very believable. Yeah. I'm I'm actually going to read the the sign please do okay the sign says with an official seal of the state of new hampshire it's 1776 seal at the top it's all fancy betty and barney hill incident on the night of september 19-20 1961 portsmouth new hampshire 
couple Betty and Barney Hill experienced a close encounter with an unidentified flying object and two hours of lost, in quotes, time while driving south on Route 3 near Lincoln. They filed an official Air Force Project Blue Book report of a brightly lit cigar-shaped craft the next day, but were not public with their story until it was leaked in the Boston Traveler in 1965. This was the first widely reported UFO abduction report in the United States. Wow. Crazy. Cool, right? So that was a long time later that sign was put up. That was that put up, put up five decades later. So in July 2011, the New Hampshire Division of Historical Resources marked that roadside site with that sign. So cool. So the state believes it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, If you're driving through the White Mountains and you take Route 3, you'll come across this historical marker um, near the northern end of the area's Indian Head Resort. The sign itself has become quite the tourist attraction. So... That sign in 2022 was actually taken down and revised with a more accurate sign. Um, they changed two parts of it. The new sign doesn't state that they were not public with their story until two years later because they were indeed selective with who they shared their story to. So they felt that that was inaccurate. They also changed the part on the sign that said that the story was leaked because it was not actually leaked. The award-winning investigative reporter John Lettrell Sr. reported this story based off of reports that were given to him. Very interesting. Also, I spent a lot of time in New Hampshire as a kid. I'm pretty sure I've stayed at Indian Head Resort, but anyway, it's right near, um, it's between Franconia Notch and um, the Flume Gorge, Mm. so it's like definitely like a tourist area. Yeah. Also, We haven't talked about it on here, but we're going to at some point because I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. It's not far from where Maura Murray went missing. So So just throwing that out there. Yeah, I love that. I love how Um, like our stories are all kind of connected in a weird way. Like just like like, similar locations. Yeah, it's very strange. Like it's meant to be. Yeah. Like the universe is trying to get us to solve these. I I know off topic, but I I don't I I don't know what I was gonna say I'm convinced she was abducted Maura Murray, but I don't know. I don't know. You, we haven't done Maura Mori. No, yet. but we, you we will. will. We will. You will. Because you're very passionate about yeah, that. I That's am. a topic I, I would not even try to consider. Um, I know. It's so dense. Yeah. So, all right. So, this is an interesting little fact. In 1966, only 7% of Americans believed that UFOs were from other worldly origins. That's crazy. Seven. That's like for 1966. Come on, people! Like, look up in your your sky. I know we don't know about like how vast the solar system is yet at this time, but come on, you see something up in the sky, and you're gonna think that's from here? Come on, no, that's clearly not. Well, who was it? Doctor Greer was it? Doctor Greer, the ufologist that said that ufologist, yeah, yes, that yes, ten percent. Yeah. Of UFOs are from outer space and 90% of them are either our government or somebody else's government. Right. But it just doesn't, I don't know. I just, how can you see something that flies like that, that works like that when you know our technology is not that advanced and you know, you know that we don't have anything that can move and do those things. Like, come on. I mean, I don't know. I just, but. Because it was so like out there back then, like, and sci-fi was a, it, 
it was a huge market. So yeah, I guess I really shouldn't be like surprised that not that many people believed. I guess I shouldn't. I guess I should be more surprised that like, I don't know. Well, it's like if you believe that there are UFOs to begin with, only 7% of people who believe in UFOs think that they're from somewhere else. Like, you know, back then they didn't have the technology to even consider that it was our government or that's what I would think. that they were man-made at all. Yeah. But just 20 years later, 43% believed that they were. I wonder what it is now. I know. They've been spoon feeding us for a long time. So that's why everybody like. I just saw it, something today on what you were telling me last week about the project. Oh, project uh, Blue, Blue Beam. Beam. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. It's coming. They're mm. gonna they're gonna use holographic shit, and they're gonna convince us that there's some kind of some the kind alien of invasion. invasion. Yeah. Okay. The aliens don't want to invade us. They have such oh. a better life on their planet. So that brings me to my questions that I have about this. Yeah. Do you think that that these beings from Zeta Reticuli are studying us for a reason? Are they us in the future or the past? Did they create us? Why are they so interested in us? Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool idea. Because if they did splice our DNA mm-hmm. with monkeys or whatever, mm-hmm. or Neanderthals or wherever the missing link is, I don't, I'm not going to pretend like I know the science, but... Yeah. Um, well, we know that negative blood type came from somewhere that we can't trace, mm-hmm. and yeah. it could absolutely be part aliens. I could be part alien. I'm sitting right here right now with a negative blood type. I so. Know. It's RH negative, right? Is yep. that what it is? Yeah. So it would be cool to think about like if they were from the future or from like, the past. Yeah. And created us. Yeah. And then now they're studying us to see because they can, because mm-hmm. they can travel through time. Yeah. Or actively like just cloning, making clones of us and mm-hmm. taking samples. And, you know, that's obviously a huge possibility. They've continued to, they always have been, and they're just building up their civilization on yeah. their planet with, with hybrids. You know, like, and what do you think the belly button probe was? I think that it was something to do with, I mean, that's like your stomach, right? Basically right there. It's not like your it's, womb or anything. No, it's, it's, no, it's definitely like intestines probably. Right. So I don't know. I really don't know. Taking a sample of what, unless they went in at an angle and they went down towards the reproductive area. Maybe. You know. I don't know. She didn't give us an angle. Have you ever seen... Yeah, we have... We have to put Lala in the laundry room because otherwise she'll eat our food. Okay. And that's where she is because I forgot to let her out. I'm sorry, Lala. It's okay. I really didn't know it was her, it seems. Sounds like like another animal. So have you ever seen... um, This article looks like came out in 2012. 1,458 bacteria species that were new to science were found inside the human belly button. What? Yeah, no. I always think about that. I've I s- never heard of that. I said that the other night. I was like, what if this entire planet is a bacteria on somebody else's belly, belly button? button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. it's crazy. Wow. That's very, very, very weird and mysterious. Um, yeah, it says a jungle in there. Bacteria and our belly buttons are highly diverse. I mean, is that if people don't clean their belly button? Because, like, I really clean my belly button. Like, I clean everything else. Like, Okay, I'm going to admit something gross and weird. You don't ever I don't, clean your I belly button? I don't like button? touching my belly button. It feels disgusting. In the shower, it needs to be cleaned like everything else. I'll make note, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does um, it, like, make your make you feel nauseous or something? Like when you, Yeah, I can feel it, like, pull inside me, and it bugs me out. 
Interesting. Yeah, gross. Do you have like a normal any belly button? Yeah, I wouldn't call it normal. I think (laughs) it's kind of ugly, but yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. And then what did they put in his ass is my question that I have written down for you. Yeah, they put they put um, a tube, a long tube in his ass. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Did they pull out something or did they put something in? I don't know. Maybe that's why he was yeah, so, so upset. Oh, yeah. Well, so upset. I mean, he felt he did. He said he felt like some kind of samples were taken, but, you know. No poo nah. samples, poo sample, sperm sample. Maybe it was poo samples. I mean, why the aliens want our poo? Maybe they put something in him, and maybe that's why he had such a bad ulcer. Maybe problem. Hmm. I know. I don't know. It's like, why would you want to put something in you? But maybe they didn't like Barney. Maybe he he wasn't friendly to them, <laughs> and and they were like, I don't know. And um. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but it seemed like it seemed like they I don't know if they were compassionate at all, the yeah. aliens, but it sounds like yeah. they did take the time to like take pain away mm-hmm. and they did mm-hmm. tell her and give her information. Were they friendly? Yeah, they were. Or did she get that kind of feeling? Or yeah, no, she like was like they were friendly. They even walked him back to the car. Crazy. They could have just dropped him in the field, you know? And Yeah, like Stephen Kubaki's yeah, got like, a pair of pants, bitch. Yes, he has some pants. <laughs> freaking some maps and shit that, yeah. from all around, you know? But Sorry, we put the wrong clothes on you. <laughs> right, right. And that's just exactly how I picture it. Like, I picture one alien being, like, measuring his chest and, like, telling another alien across the room. And he's like, yeah. all right, I'll grab a medium shirt, you know? And, and just like, picking it from their closet of, of victims that they've acquired maybe some victims never leave the ships i know i've mentioned it on here um but when i was talking about the tom reed incident that happened near where stephen kubaki was found there was kind of similar things that happened like stephen kubaki woke up with random objects that he couldn't remember being his Mm -hmm. clothes that weren't his and money in his pocket Mm -hmm. and the tom reed incident um there was a there was a family driving in a car and the grandmother didn't drive couldn't Mm -hmm. drive Mm -hmm. so the mother was driving and they lost time Mm -hmm. and when they woke let me guess grandma was driving on the way back driving on the way back when they woke up grandma was in the driver's seat so it makes you wonder if, like, they just – maybe there's somebody out there that either went crazy or, like you said, maybe we're never put back on Earth and we're mm-hmm. still, like, up in the mm-hmm. on the ship somewhere. And they just – the aliens maybe just didn't know whose clothes were whose and yeah. just threw them in the pair of pants For that, sure. like, yeah. you, you know? Yeah, I really do think so. Because they're not paying attention to who's driving, you know? They're just right. like, yeah, no, grandma just, should be driving. Yeah, just throw them back in the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? Yeah, really interesting. It's such like a strange detail. It is. It's massively strange. Yeah. Because no grandma that's not driving is going to get behind the wheel. Right. And there's there's another story. We'll get into it, I'm sure, at some point, but also on Unsolved Mysteries that I saw when I was a kid that I never forgot because it took place on the Cape. Mm. And it was a guy who was being uh, dropped off at a military base. He was supposed to start duty. I don't know if it was like basic training or what, but he took a bus and was waiting at the bus stop to be picked up by a sergeant f- for the from the Air Force Base. And he looked up 
and uh, looked across the street and he saw a light coming at him Mm -hmm. and that's all he remembers is a bright light and that's it and then either the next day or hours later he woke up like came to standing at the bus stop again and he got in trouble because they thought he was AWOL um, but he wasn't. He he couldn't remember. And they, they said that the sergeant had driven by and, like, looked for him and he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, experienced lost time just like some of these other right. stories. Right. And Barney and Betty were the first to yep. account for lost yep. time. I think it was around the same time. I want to say it was, like, in the late 60s, maybe so early cool. 70s. Who knows? I don't know. So I don't cool. really know. But, yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, but I always think of that because I'm always like, I told you, I'm always scared of lost time. Yeah. Or seeing a bright light and being like, oh, shit. Now it's three <laughs> days later. Where the fuck was I? It's like my biggest irrational fear. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, that was fun. I'm glad we got that one done. Yes. And we can move on. Yay. Um, Thank but, you for such a good story. I yeah, liked it a lot. And, I, and again, rest in peace to Barney because I can't yes. believe, like, what are the odds that we're literally recording on the day he died and, and we didn't realize it? Yep. So cool. Yep. All right, guys. Well, you, uh, we'll see you. We'll talk to you. Sorry. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> you say it. Um, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Stay, Stay mysterious. mysterious.